0: This is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P O D D Y.
1: It can't be more clear. Wednesday is here, and the Trim Healthy Podcast is in your ear.
0: Aww. It's us
1: and your hosts, Serene, Pearl, and I'm Danny. And we're so glad you tuned in to another Wednesday episode, eh? eh? Might,
0: they might be listening on a Friday. No, when good you were job. sitting there all, um, like just contemplative before we began, did you like? Uh, create that did you write that did no, you
1: no these things come these are five second creations really?
2: yeah they're You're just your talented. brilliance just your brilliance danny
1: well it's a really high iq yeah. <laughs> sorry
2: i don't believe it. i think he wrote it last night in his bed and planned it and it was rehearsing it and the that's car what, ride that's what i'm here. doing
1: looking at my phone i'm going through my library of writings where i'm like oh the girls are really be impressed with this
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not at all but hey it's a podcast and i mean you know, in a in a in a world filled with uh, things you don't even know what to believe in, it's yeah, good to right. be able to get to people uh, that you trust and if you're listen- if you've been listening this long, we just got to say we're grateful for your trust.
2: Totally. <clears throat> but I'm um, sitting here um with Sereni and I know that like if you're all listening, you are part of our lives. We've shared our struggles. We've have- shared so much together and so I know that Serene's been going through something and then I said do you want to talk about it she's like well why not right a lot of other women relate um and it's no big secret and so Serene you can just share I just guess we should have a conversation about it because it's like you're in our lives you potty listeners are in our lives and maybe I don't know, Serene. Maybe you can just share how you're getting through all this and what you're going through. Oh yeah,
0: because um, and, and well, you know, just to just to just blurt it out there. So um, my husband and I, we were having a baby, a uh, baby number ten, and um, I know it sounds like oh well, baby number ten, um, <laughs> it, nothing to be excited yeah. about. <laughs> but it was huge for us. Like it was just like it was probably more. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't not excited about the all the others. I really totally was. I'm a baby lover. I'm a baby maniac. But um, this one was actually so beyond even more exciting. I think it becomes more precious. Well, to me, it becomes more precious the more um, you get closer to the point where, well, this season could be over soon. You're 43, right? Yeah. And um, also, I think even beyond that, just uh, as you get older, I just think it's just a more of an appreciation for the preciousness of life, I think you just go through things and you just realize how fragile. And I know you would
2: had been um, well, solace is what two and a half now. Yes, and so you were trying. You were yeah. trying because you're like Pearl. I know I've got one more in me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, we were we were
0: so excited when I when I saw that line on the uh, pregnancy test, I fell to my knees straight away in my toilet alone and like straight away was just like, oh, thank you. I just couldn't believe it. I was just so. Overwhelmed with gratefulness um, to, to carry life again, I was just so overwhelmed with such and, and it was just this straightaway the sense of, of immediate love, of immediate connection and of immediate protection. you know like immediately it was just like the focus of all my thoughts. But actually, um, it's not like focus of all my thoughts and disregarding the others. I became a better mother. In that week, I knew I was <laughs> pregnant. Did? It was one week that I was pregnant. This whole conversation is the fact that I ended up miscarrying this sweet baby. Um, but in this whole week, I knew I was pregnant. I was such a good mom. I really was. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I just felt fresh. Because you had a n- new identity. Well, yeah. I just sort of felt freshly motherly, oh. you know, and I don't know if it was the hormones or whatever. I mean, I'm not that I'm a bad mom normally, no. but, you know, life is busy. You got to go here, you know, do this math test and, you know... Um, Just life is, you know, you order your your family around so it runs smoothly and you do it with love, but there can be some firmness. But I just felt like I was just mother ducky with my hands. (laughs) You know, I
1: I think a baby too makes us feel loved. Yes. Like we feel loved on by God. We feel loved on by the baby somehow. Yeah,
0: that's so true. I felt love. I felt like my baby loved me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like... Like you, it's the best birthday. Yes. Like you're the special one now. Yes. You know, like anytime I see a pregnant woman, like in public, I, out of discipline, don't kiss her belly.
2: (laughs) It's just discipline. I just
1: want her to know that she is the birthday girl. Yeah. And all of the universe is lining up to protect her and her yes. baby, and I will go to war for her, and I've never met this woman.
0: Well, I did. I felt like a birthday girl, and when I, when I waltzed up the stairs last time we did a party, I was pregnant with a sweet baby, and I just wanted to shout from the rooftops, I wanted to tell you, Danny, and Le- Leslie, and John, and just scream to everybody that I was having this wonderful baby, because it was just so exciting. You know, a new life that never existed before in this whole history of the world was existing now, and, and it was... It was mine and my husband's and it was so exciting. And I just remember pushing my babies on the swing when I got home from that potty and just like, it wasn't pushing my, um, my toddler Remy and my baby Solly. I was pushing three. Like I just, I was Hmm. very, very aware that there was three babies there with me. I was, I was I'm just bringing you into the mindset and if you've of course been pregnant or you know experienced a miscarriage, you know where I'm going but just you know just maybe even men listening or whatever. the mindset of as soon as a woman carries life, there is this incredible deep connection. It doesn't matter if it's one hour mm. alive or you' it's just there is this deep thing and I was just very aware and the next day I went to sprouts and brought my prenatal vitamins mm-hmm. and all yeah, my stuff yeah. and i was so excited i was just so excited Their names talking oh, about talking them. about names working out the due date and just it was just it was it was consuming and exciting it was exciting. like a
1: new chapter in your life it
0: was it was so exciting and every time i went upstairs to my room even though I'd seen it a million times, I had to pull the pregnancy test out of the box and look at those two lines Did again. you? But every you kept time. taking more and more And t- every time I... Yeah, I had three positives. And every time I took oh. it out of the... But there was one positive I liked the best. That was the brightest <laughs> one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only one I kept looking Did at. Did you name too.
1: your positive, your favorite positive? No,
0: I didn't. But every time i bring it out, little weird. it was just okay. like I
2: gave a little... Uh, a
0: big smile. A big Do
2: you know what's so sad time? about... I will let you tell your story, Serene? No, no, no. I Just because yeah. I know so many women have been what, yeah, through yeah. what you're going through, but... You know, when we had our house, for, I kept my positive pregnancy tests for every one of my yes. children and the one I lost. Yes. And, um, and they were in this special box, you know. So it's one thing that is sad to me over what I lost. We lost all our pictures and stuff, yeah. but I lost my pregnancy tests, And I would, even after all these years, yeah. I would go back and just look at them because I'd get that feeling. I was like, ah, the fascination, the awe and wonder. Yeah. This means new life. This was meadow. This was yeah. bone. And, it, and you know? it's the first
1: announcement yes, of that new life. You yes, know, the pregnancy yeah. test is almost like the the stork, yeah. you know, that comes the the fabled stork that is yeah. the bringer of the news that you have a new baby.
0: It's that invitation to to the, to the excitement. It's like you have been invited to. It's your proof. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and and I I don't know. That's just so exciting. Yes. And like you said, Pearl, it brings you back. Um, every time I looked at that pregnancy test, it reminded me of that moment when I fell to my knees, you know, a few days before when I found out that I was pregnant. It's just, it brings you to that most incredible moment where that miracle happened, you know? And I was telling my husband, hey, well, you know, we've had nine children prior to this and, and one previous miscarriage 18 years ago. Um, but, but it's still, it was so exciting to see that line on the test because I said, hey, uh, this sounds such a terrible analogy. Please don't be offended, people. It's just, um, but my point is, it's other things that we love in life, right? Um, you know, uh, maybe traveling to a certain country or whatever. It's it's like you you may have traveled quite a bit, but I only got to see that line. That was the tenth time. It wasn't even. It was just just my pinkies on just my fingers on my hand. It's like something so amazing that really wasn't a lot of times with all the days I live, three hundred sixty five days in a year, still only. Ten times have I seen that line, yeah. so it's still. I was telling him how precious it was to see that line, even though we've got a lot of children. <laughs> so please don't get hurt if you 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 know you, you've struggled with fertility and you haven't seen one line. I'm not I'm not trying to be offensive or being mm-hmm. rude by saying that. I'm just saying that the preciousness never goes away, even if you have many. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a verse in the Bible that says, you know, the empty womb always cries out. You know, yeah. and um, you know that's just that's just a how I felt. But anyway, um, Pearl was just like, you might as well just share your story. And, and I'm happy to, and i tell you why I'm happy to, because, um, I, I want it to not be something that I'm afraid to tell, like it didn't exist. Cause, cause my baby does exist because I believe that, um, life begins at conception and life is eternal. And so, um, I, I felt honored to bring the baby for my husband and I to bring that baby into eternal life. And, um, and so I'm grateful that even though we went through a painful week and that we've had loss, we really um, have gain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the sweetest thing that um, happened was I was kind of crying and my, my daughter, Chalice, when I first told her that I was pregnant, she just started um, having tears spitting out of her eyes, tears <laughs> of joy spitting out of her eyes. Now, she's been through a lot of times when I've told her I was pregnant. She's like, oh, yay, mum. But that was it, right? And she was very happy, but this time it was like tears of joy. It was just so special. And um, so when I told them that I thought I was losing the baby, they didn't want to give up. They were like, no, no, mom, the baby lives. No Words are powerful. (laughs) And it was just going on. But um, my one son, Cedar, came up to me and he said, mom, he said, "Uh, you never know what God's going to do. God makes all things um, special. Look at me. And he was the one wow. 18 years ago where I lost a baby at 11 weeks. I actually saw the baby and held the baby, and oh. we have it buried in little rose bush. Um, but um, I wouldn't have had cedar had I not lost that child. And um, and I know that he's not a replacement for that child. But God just made something beautiful out of a sad situation, and He made it so beautiful you you couldn't choose it the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he's replacing that child because I know that other child lives, so I got two instead of one. But but the thing is, is that it's so beautiful this way. I cannot imagine my life without Cedar that it brought perspective to this time.
2: Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y light of this miscarriage and, and thing, even though you weren't far along, you still loved this baby yeah. and this, you know, how do you grieve? Like, is it a grieve of loss and despair or, you said, Pearl, I'm crying, but in a way I'm not sad, but I'm crying and I'm crying, I, I, you yeah. know, I am crying over this baby, yeah. but, but then, you know, and at one point you didn't know if you were going to lose the baby and you were just hoping still yeah. and just like, what do I believe for here? Is God choosing for me? We were actually at a baby shower and um, I was, I actually had
0: um, TMI, t- stopped bleeding for a while. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hope came inside me. And I'm like, oh, maybe maybe this baby's going to live. Maybe it's, of course it lives in, in eternity, but maybe this baby's going to come to us. And um, I, was, I was so hopeful um, but then I thought to myself, then I was afraid to hope too, yeah. you know, like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like, I felt t- to not make a decision until God decided. You know, I feel like sometimes in life we can decide before God decides mm-hmm. and I didn't want it to be on my hands. Yeah, When it's, when it's, when it's, um, when, when it's under the sovereignty of God, I feel like um, I can rest. And I think there's a rest in this. So, so, you know, I am grieving and very, very tender about it. But, um, there's no depression um, or, or feeling under or feeling down because I feel like I can rest that God decided because I know that i that I put my my faith into it and my hope into it, even 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 when I had symptoms saying otherwise, I still held on for that yeah. baby and I, and even when it finally happened and I realized I'd lost the baby um there was a, a doubt that went through my brain like, why did you do all that hope and faith for nothing? And then I felt like the Lord said, but I was pleased with you. I was mm. pleased with you. So I felt like him saying, good job. You know, it's like you did what you were called to. You're always called. You're always called on the side of life. You never give up on life, you know, and, and, and I'm sovereign. I don't believe he took my baby. I just believe he received it.
2: Hmm. You know, and that's mm-hmm. how I say,
0: and I and I believe he received it in sovereignty because other times it's been incredible miracles. We have our sister Van, whose who's, um baby Tavaria, um, she had a subchorionic tear in her womb. It's the inner um, lining of the womb, the middle lining of the womb, and um, sometimes women can have little tears, and it can be you know make them lose their baby. They bleed terribly, but hers was torn all the way around except there was one centimeter remaining. She went to the ultrasound and the guy said, look, there's not much hope for you. When you even take a walk out of my office to your car, you'll probably tear that extra little bit and your baby's gone. So you know, don't get your hopes up too much. But they just prayed for life and God did intervene on their behalf and she had an incredible miracle. She felt the presence of the Lord come into her room and it was to the point where she felt like she couldn't even breathe. It was so strong. And um, she knew that she was healed. They went to the ultrasound. This was about eight months later. She didn't even feel – she had um, bled so much internally, um, but the placenta was over the, the opening of her womb, so she couldn't bleed out. She was like hemorrhaging internally and getting really big. It was a very bad situation. She hadn't felt the baby kick from, for – I think it had been almost seven months she didn't even feel the baby. Uh, But God came and did a miracle and they went to the ultrasound and there was, not only was there no tear anymore, but he said it was not scientifically possible for all that blood that she had bled into her womb to be absorbed that quickly. He said this is just a supernatural miracle. So her name's Teveria Life, which means Raging River of Life. That's Teveria. And that's that testimony. And so, you know, sometimes God does intervene, but other times I feel like for His sovereignty because He has an eternal scope that we don't, sometimes He chooses not to intervene, but I never believe that he plans or takes our babies. Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes he chooses to receive them because he's got great plans and purposes for the for an eternal kingdom too. You know, I believe sometimes I don't know. I can't think for God, but maybe some of our babies are created for heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, and some maybe for earth. I, I I don't know, but I just feel like he received my baby and that gives me rest because I know that he moved on the uh, on behalf of Tavaria because she has a purpose here. Um so I have this rest that if God had a purpose here, here for my child, mm-hmm. that He would have intervened. That's just my thoughts. Maybe I, I'm know, really I, wrong.
1: No, I feel the same way even about mentally handicapped children. Yeah, that we we don't have a full picture of yeah. of why um, we and and for us to even use the phrase handicapped mm. may be off. They they we may be handicapped. In yeah. many ways, over and above their handicaps, like they they're different. That's mm-hmm. for sure. But to say that, I mean, if we're thinking e- as eternal thinkers, not tiny, tiny grain of sand amount of time while on planet Earth thinkers, but long-term eternal thinkers, we don't we don't know. We just don't know. We don't have the full picture.
0: It's like our friend Erin mm. Harrison. Oh, shout out to her. She's the most beautiful, sweet incredible mother, incredible mother. She's been fostering um, children with special needs and uh, she's been fostering this sweet little um, Down syndrome mm-hmm. girl. And, you know, and uh, there's been a lot of people praying for healing for, for her. Um, and Erin uh, Harrison was like, yes, I want healing, but but she's so
2: lovely. She's so just wonderful the she's, so, she is. she's yeah. so more loving and cuddly and and she's like i'm smiling. gonna pray that she doesn't have any problems with Fair. this down syndrome yeah. but i'm not praying to change her <laughs> yes. wow. so it's like she's so in love with who she is and this little sweet child is and
0: she's hopefully and prayerfully um, going to be able to adopt her but this little girl has brought so much joy just with who she intrinsically is even in her down syndrome it's made her I don't know I don't know it, the down syndrome children I've met have been some of the deepest lovers. Yeah. Uh, like with just such simple Smiley love. little
1: puppy cuddlers. Yeah, not like yeah. love
0: with um other intentions of like uh, if I if I do this you'll give me that, you know, but it's just sweet, just <laughs> innocent love. I don't know. So um so yeah, I I just I just there's a lot of rest in that for me. Um and I think the beautiful thing is that that there's, there's there, like you said, Dan. There's, there's, the, the scope of it is, is that uh, the eternal life is so much um, more real than this life that we live now, and this is just a vapor.
2: Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl. And who are you, <laughs> Serene? <laughs> this is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it
0: right. It's P O D D Y. Can I say something very spintingly right now? Please. And I don't know. You know, I've I've really received incredible words from the Lord where I really mm. felt like they were like, Whoa, you know, that's totally for me. Like but the night before I gave birth to my remnant. I knew I didn't know I was even having a boy. Remy. Remy. Um, I didn't know
1: that was his full name. Yeah,
0: Remy. I didn't know I was having a boy or a girl, but I knew that if he was going to be a boy, we were going to call him Remnant. Well, I-, I was going into labor three weeks early. We'd just finished two books: the plan, Trim Healthy mm-hmm. Plan, and the Trim Healthy Cookbook, and it had been a real stressful because we had the um, publisher uh, um, just kind of like on us to make sure we have hit our deadlines, and it was it was it was ex- it was ex- stressful on my body, and I tend well, I don't want to speak that over me, but in the past I had tended to take stress internally when I was pregnant and it would turn into just a bunch of Braxton Hicks contractions and I'd end up with oh, early babies. Yeah, yeah. Like the year I adopted six children in one year and ended up with a um a two month early baby in Vanderbilt. I just things would I just I just feel it through contractions somehow. Yeah,
1: you can you can Circumstances can trigger yeah, you to go into a birth. with me there. Yeah.
0: Uh, prayerfully, that's just in the past. But anyway, um, so I, I was just like starting to feel contractions. That was three weeks early. And I kind of know that when my baby's early, their lungs aren't quite ready. I had another baby three weeks early and her lungs weren't ready. And so I was a little bit stressful about it. And I, I ran to the bathroom and then to be alone, to talk to the Lord about it. And my toddler came in um, and was eating an apple and f- tripped over, I don't know, like the clothes hamper and started choking on the apple. So all the children were in because I was like, ah, the baby's choking. All the children came in. So a place where I went to be alone to just talk with the Lord about am I going to labor, what's going on? Then the whole family's in and, and I'm just kind of feeling like, ah, oh, feeling overwhelmed. So I just go out to my room and grab the Bible and kind of peel it open with my nose, you know, and, <laughs> and it's just going to be my own paraphrase here, but it was just yeah. right there. It was hearken unto me, all you remnant of the house of Israel, who are born by me from the belly, It is I who carry um, you from the womb. It is I who deliver you. And it was all talking about delivering and carrying your baby from your, the womb. And it says, and it's I who carry, even unto a hoary head I will carry you. I will deliver, saith the Lord. And anyway, I'm like, okay, so tomorrow I think I'm having remnant. Because it said, it <laughs> to me? Oh, you remnant of the house of Israel, who are born by me from the belly." Because you'd already valley. chosen the name. Yeah, i already chosen the name. I had spine tingling. And then, and then... Um, Every other laborer I have to walk around to get into labor and walk around, um, besides from, you know, um, the early ones. But other than that, you know, to keep the labor going, um, to walk around. This one, nothing would happen. Like, it's, it, it was it was going to happen anyway, believe, believe me. if I had contractions and all that that went along with it. But it was just slow. But um, whenever I laid down, that's when it happened. And when I walked, walked around, it would kind of stop more. So it was like the Lord was doing it. When I did action, it wouldn't. When, but... Anyway, all that to say, he was doing the work, and it says, "I will deliver this at the Lord." So this was just for this particular situation. But um, when the baby was born, we we uh, he had um, breathing issues because he was early, and it was like a ninety mile an hour trip to the hospital. But I had that beautiful Raymond word from the Lord, "Even unto hoary head I will carry you," and we've had some difficulties with him, you know, with his health. But um, it's a beautiful thing. I remember that word, and it's been my anchor. Even unto hoary head, I will carry you. And I feel like I've got that promise for Hory him. Hoary head means gray head yeah, and old, right? like even until he will grow old, I will carry him till he is old. Mm. So I have had that promise. It's such a beautiful promise for me, and I've really needed that with remnant. So it was God's gift. But this time, you know, with this baby, Pearl and I were talking about, how do I make sense of this? You know, like, does he have some for earth? Does he have some? Well, like, you know, or uh, did the devil just snatch it out of my way? Like all these questions that I have. You know, but I opened my Bible this morning, and I don't know if this is the rhema word or not. I don't want to just put it into God's mouth. This is in Isaiah 45,
2: and that's God talking.
0: Yeah, and it, it was just—it was—it 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 was, it was, it was, it was just—it's part of a chapter, and of course, yeah. it's deeper meaning, and of course, it would be literally, literally part of some other meaning that has nothing to do with with what I was going through. But you know, God, God can pull out a scripture and yeah. speak straight to you why do you question me about the destiny of my children? Because I'm like, why not for here, Lord? Why did this baby get taken and not the, uh, you know, not my other? Uh, like, why did this baby get stolen from my woman? I felt like I was going to say, why do you question me about the destiny of my children? I felt like, you know, it wasn't just mine. It was his first. And he has a destiny. And maybe that destiny is eternal kingdom. Maybe there's purposes in heaven that, you know, we're all eventually, those who, you know, believe in Christ are going to be there in this, in this eternal kingdom. And, we have purpose there, even more than our purpose here. Right. And I felt like I say, why do you, why do you question their destiny? Like I know more than you, and that was, that was incredibly comforting to me. And then straight away, I just like flipped over to the next page, and right away these words came to me. It's still Isaiah forty five, but just in the next page it said, "In Yahweh, you know, in God, all of Israel's offspring will triumph and shine." And I felt like him say to me, you know, they, it's not like this baby died and is gone and is in the grave. No, in God, all of, all of your offspring will triumph and shine because death, in, when we are saved, it's, it's, it has no sting. They still mm-hmm. triumph and they still shine. And that, that was the comfort to me, is that uh, my baby lives mm-hmm. and has and is tri- is really triumphed, has triumphed over the situation. Well, and that
1: purpose has not come to an end. Yeah. You know, purpose wins. Mm-hmm. You know, the overarching plan will prevail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What will happen will happen, mm-hmm. regardless. You know, and um, rejoice in everything.
0: Yeah, and I do want to shout out and say, you know, there this a, a loss is a loss is a loss um, because of the meaning of life. You know, when we when we believe that life begins at conception, the promise of that life and and the the dreams and the and the The fullness of that life that loss is felt, but I do want to shout out to those who have had stillborns or babies that have or toddlers or children who who are older I'm not trying to put my grief in your situation and um because I feel like when you've had time to um connect more and have more memories and have felt that baby more you, you there's no denying that it is a harder, deeper, more um grievous place, and so I just wanted to make sure people didn't um, I, yeah. I want to shout out to that. You know that 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 God is still there, and and will and 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 is comforts those. You
2: know, I love it. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So, yeah, and mourning and grief is not a toxic emotion. They're healthy emotions. It's I think they they can become toxic when we lose our faith and when we lose the bigger picture. I think it's so um, true what you just said, Pearl. Because um, I have had. Toxic
0: thoughts that I've felt have been very poisonous to me when I've gotten riled up about something and in just in a second, riled up about something on social media or something um, that I've heard that I feel like is an injustice, um, I can feel this, like almost a poisoning of your cells, Mm -hmm. right? But this whole week that I have been bawling my eyes out, like literally like really letting it hang out, I haven't felt poison at all. In fact, I've felt very um, healthy,
2: yeah, Meaning it's, like, it's not
0: toxic. It hasn't No, felt and
2: laughter is not toxic, and neither is crying. When when it is for a purpose of mourn, it's beautiful to mourn a life, and, and it's a natural human emotion. I think when it turns, you know, the danger is when we allow it to turn to bitterness. And depression. Or, you know, that's true, or uh, things like that, I think is where we then have to... Surrender to God and say, you know, and God says, why why do you ask me these things? My ways are higher than yours, you know? And then we are called to hope and believe until we get a different answer,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think. Right, and wait um, for God's
0: decision and not make it yeah.
2: ourselves. Because like, I feel like that
0: does, it didn't make it a difference in this situation because, you know, God's sovereignty is God's sovereignty. But I feel like, you know, sometimes, I want to say this very carefully and, and so... Um, And I want to choose my words right because it could come out in a very offensive way. But I feel like sometimes we can affect the outcome of things if we just choose to go down that path of like, I don't even want to hope because I'm scared to hope. So I'm just going to basically write, write it off right now. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that can like we've shared in the potty the science of that, yeah. before, and and also how fear does have a harvest like faith has a harvest, and I feel like
2: so you could let the situation like because you lost that baby completely destroy your hope and faith for next time, right? right. Because you had an outcome you didn't want, right? Right, and so that's your memory, and so we can twist our theology to say, well, it didn't work. I prayed and it didn't work for me, right. but that's not what we called to either, no. though, is it? We're called to believe. It says, "Blessed are those who believe without seeing." Yeah.
0: Um, and, and I also he, the Bible says God is a healer, and just because some people aren't healed, we don't know why. There's so many this we just don't know why, but we don't necessarily put it on God. I feel mm-hmm. like He receives them home. Yeah, um, because He's sovereign, but I don't believe He planned to take them home either. Uh, maybe I'm wrong because I can't think for God. But, um, <laughs> but I, ju- I just really believe also that we shouldn't throw in the towel and that God is pleased when we have faith, even when the outcome is not what we want. It still pleases Him and it's still a um, powerful force. And I really feel like I had a better week. I could have had a really bad week.
2: Yeah, because there's that moment you come to of like, okay, my baby's gone. You know, I hoped and believed and my baby's gone. And so then you have to readjust. Okay, so I'm no longer hoping, now I'm mourning, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes we can put ourselves in this place or let's just prepare myself. Oh, probably going to lose my baby. I can't even be happy. I'm just going to worry. I'm just going to live in fear. Mm -hmm. And so then you can spend the whole time being there Mm -hmm. in the grief or then, or, or hoping and believing and then, and then you have to make the decision, okay, now I can grieve, yeah. but I can deal. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs>
0: this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. You know, Pearl's interesting because you think if you would practice the grief... And practice the um, the lack of hope that you'll you'll feel better when when the outcome is bad. You'll be so used to it, you'll be so um, uh, what's the word? Uh, Accustomed. Uh, yeah. In your mind, that it'll be easier to receive the bad news. I actually think opposite because that first week when I was saying thinking that there was no hope, the first part of the yeah. week I was thinking there's no hope, you know, and I was basically saying well, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I was having a really bad week, and 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 I was feeling. Really pretty down about it. But that, remember those that day, two days I decided, yeah. nope, I'm not going to decide. I'm not even going to decide until I see, you know, that the, the negative test or see a sign that it's not there, I'll align my heart with God then. But until then, I'm totally beyond all symptoms, beyond heavy bleeding, beyond everything. I'm just, just believing. Yeah. Well, when I found out my baby was gone, I found it easier after the faith than the, even the feeling of preparing for it preparing for the bad news it's like faith prepared me for the bad news. <laughs> is
2: that weird i don't know it's no, that so weird it but it's it's so just made me cool emotionally though. healthy for it somehow <laughs> because it was because it was healthy and positive all the way through yeah fear is never healthy and yes it's natural to humans but that doesn't mean it's healthy yes
1: some women wait three months before they you know allow themselves to get excited or announce that they're pregnant do you do that?
0: No, and that's why I'm so happy that we're doing this party today, and that's why um, I even said to you guys, "Why did you have to know that we were pregnant?" You know, I, before this party, even before we decided to have a party about it, I was just like, "I want, to, I want you to know, because you're close friends of mine, that we were having a baby," because I, I want this baby to be celebrated because it does exist, um, it, it's it's reality, and um, I, I feel like if we don't let ourselves get excited about it or let family members know, it's it's almost a disservice to the baby, even though no mother would ever dream of doing that. And I hope I'm not disrespectful by saying that, but I feel like every baby, it just shows the the reality of, of when life begins, when we allow ourselves to celebrate life. It's like, would you stop celebrating a six-year-old if they die? You know what I mean? Like, um, So you're saying
1: to pretend the baby doesn't exist in order to manage your emotions yeah. is, is, not, is counterproductive, or at least is not really the...
0: I understand why the woman doing because pregnancy sure. is such a vulnerable time, especially it in is. the first, first 12 three weeks. months. Yeah. There's a lot a of loss time. of babies. Yes.
2: But you're just choosing your personal self. You're not saying for anyone's to yeah. celebrate every baby that yeah. God gives you. And you know, you could look at your age and say, "Well, hey, forty three. You know, miscarriages are even more now. It's not because I, I used to, no, but you don't have I'm to Jesus believe me. that. Yeah. But all I'm saying is for you. If God chooses to bless you to carry life, yeah, you're gonna yeah. celebrate it.
0: Every time. And I'll still take those early six days, early tests to make sure I know every life that I that, that I conceive. Because I'm just like, I'd rather know and celebrate and plant a tree. And yeah. I'm planting and, and um my my husband was like, Well, let's plant a tree for each of the babies. We lost a baby 18 years ago, the one I was saying in the rose mm-hmm. bush. Um but we don't live at that place anymore, so we're gonna dig it up and bring it mm-hmm. to our house where we live now. Um, and my husband's like, let's put them in the in the plot where my father's buried. And I thought, oh, that's a beautiful idea. But I'm like, I can't do it, darling. I can't put them in a graveyard. I can't. I'm putting them in the play yard where I play and where I'm swinging my babies every day. Yes. So, so like, I want to celebrate. And so, there's going to be a tree for this baby and the one for 18 years ago. Um, and so, I just feel like I, I want a tree for every baby. And prayerfully, I will never lose another baby. I never want to go through that again, even though it was a beautiful time as as much as a hard time but um uh I just feel like life is so precious and if I'm going to believe that life exists at conception um and it's just as precious at conception I mean life at conception is the promise of of everything and it's kind of what we've said before and I told Pearl today it's on the text I said it's like I know it was so tiny but it's like the quantum is so the quantum world is so tiny, but it's bigger than mm, than it all. So
2: true. I said, I, I know. The I the littlest only- things are the most powerful things. So why shouldn't you celebrate? I was
0: only pregnant for a week, but it was like well, it was two weeks, but a week when I knew. But I was like, it's it's so big to me that quant. It was it was non seeing to my eye, but it feels bigger than. I have such a connection to it. It feels bigger than anything I can see right now.
1: Do you yeah. feel you could? Uh, I don't know how. How you guys do it in your household? You know, hear people talking about we're we're trying to get pregnant, or we're just whatever happens happens. We're not yeah. trying not to get pregnant.
0: Oh, I love to try. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so
1: where are you at today?
0: Oh yeah, I, I I um my thoughts were never in my head like okay, moving on, let's try for another. My thoughts, I I felt my my brain never went there because it's like I do not want to. Move on, like, 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 move on to a new boyfriend, kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that didn't work out. Let's go on. Uh, this, no baby replaced this baby that I lost. I yeah. have tender thoughts. I'm like keeping that pregnancy test, like Pearl captures mm. Um, and that, so I'm not moving on from this baby, but I, oh, I, I want life in my room Yeah. yeah. See you,
2: everybody. <laughs> Then I'll be true-nothing mama to stay